0: Dogs out here pushing 20. Proof is in the chub. The Northwest Natural Chub. So today we have Tanya here from Northwest Naturals, which is a, it's kind of near and dear to my heart because it's one of the first foods that I've, the first raw food that I I fed Mozzie. So we're very fortunate to be able to to have you uh, on our podcast. So I'm going to jump into it. I'm just going to kind of, give my short story about Northwest Naturals. And
1: and stay tuned until the end of the episode where we answer a question. And Tanya, you are more than welcome to stay and uh, answer that with us. Your dog or cat is a member of your family. You want the very best for each and every member of your family. And that extends right down to the food that they eat.
0: For over 30 years, Northwest Naturals has been manufacturing the highest quality raw frozen pet foods in Portland, Oregon. For you, the pet owner, Northwest Naturals comes in convenient packaging, Easy to open, easy to store and easy to thaw and serve to your pets.
1: Quality ingredients, food safety, and the highest standards for manufacturing practices are what make Northwest Naturals the best complete and balanced raw food for your pet. Find out more in our podcast show notes.
0: You know, when Mozzie was a puppy, actually, um, I was living in Seattle at the time. He's from Bellingham, Washington. And, um, When he was a puppy oh my gosh he just and i'm sorry if you've already listened to some of our earlier podcasts where i talked about this but um it kind of led me on on the raw food journey but when he was a puppy he just had all kinds of issues with um food and we did every kind of premium kibble and prescription dry food kibble from the vet um, and nothing was working just constant um, diarrhea loose stools dull coat lethargic just all the signs of just poor nutrition and um, i never forget, I went to, you might be familiar with this, Tanya, but uh, Mud Bay in, in Seattle, mm-hmm. which is kind of a popular uh, pet food chain there. And the lady there was, I'll never forget what she told me. She was like, if you had, or if you, yeah, if you had a pet snake, what would you feed it? And I was like, I don't know, like, yeah, like a mouse or something. She's like, yeah, so why wouldn't you, you know, feed something that's appropriate for your dog as well? And that was the first time that it kind of clicked in my brain like, oh, yeah, like maybe, you know, I don't, <laughs> It's the first time it clicked in my head that processed pellets of, of food might not be, you know, proper nutrition for an animal at that time. I don't know if you guys still sell these, but it was like this single bar packet of, of Northwest naturals. It came like a plastic single. It's just like the one pound patty. And so I got that for him. I think I got like maybe two of them and brought him home and we just did cold Turkey, just straight, you know, no transition or anything. And cause I mean, the kibble wasn't working anyway, so there's no point. Within 24 to 48 hours, I'm not sure he had solid stool, and I had gone months. I mean, it was like a huge stressor stressor in my life at the time that he just didn't have any like healthy stools, and so he went. I mean, he did a complete 180 so quickly. It was it was unbelievable. Yeah, that's why it. You guys always uh, have a special special place in my heart because you started this whole raw feeding journey for me. And who knows, Mozzie might not even be here right now. I mean, as it is to say, I mean, he was just doing so poorly on, on the processed food that, you know, I don't know we w- what we would have done if we hadn't have found this alternative. So that kind of leads me to, to the first question. So Tanya, tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and kind of why, why Northwest Naturals for you?
2: All right. Well, I have, um, extensive experience in the pet industry. I, um, was I would say throughout different pet stores I worked at for about 12 years and I was also a vet tech for three and yes. um, I haven't been with Northwest Naturals for more than an, um, four months but mm-hmm. I sold their food for the last seven years yeah. and I completely you know, stand behind raw food and always have uh, so it was definitely an easy transition for me to, um, you know, work here at Northwest Naturals. Um, uh, I just love the food. I have always been a raw advocate, even when I was in the vet field. So it was just, you know, kind of made sense for me.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't hear that. All. I mean, I shouldn't say I don't hear it often, but a lot of times you hear the opposite. It's, it's interesting that even as a vet tech, you were really behind raw food. I mean, it yeah. makes it makes sense to me because you see, you know, you, you'll see pets that are fed raw food compared to pets that are fed kibble, but I think there's a huge, you know, especially in the, in the veterinarian field, there's obviously a bias when it comes to food.
2: There is, yes. I worked for a more holistic vet
0: oh, and fantastic. a couple
2: of them are breeding vets, um, breeders, Yeah, and they really just, they showed their animals and that, and yeah, raw just did So there's so many benefits to the raw food. Uh, Their skinning coat for wine was amazing.
0: So (laughs) yeah, it's cool that I mean the anecdotal evidence has always been there, right? For raw feeders, we 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 didn't need the scientific proof, you know. It's always like, well, we you know my animal is is double your dog's age and, and looks twice as good, you know, but. The research on that has, that's recently come out, especially about um, just the, the genes that are being passed on from, you know, dogs that are fed raw food and the genes that they're passing on to their offspring is, is pretty incredible um, compared to dogs that were fed processed food. But just to see that, you know, the off, the offspring of, you know, raw fed parents are actually, you know, their genes are, they're, they're actually less likely to, to develop allergies and have all these illness and ailments. So you were a vet tech, and then how did you how did you get to Northwest Naturals?
2: Um, I actually, um, my first job when I was 15 was actually at a pet store um, before okay. I became a vet tech in that. So I was in that field for a few years and decided to go into, um, you know, the vet industry. And then, you know, I kind of had that, I was missing, missing talking about, how to help animals because i was there to basically assist in surgeries and you know take payment Uh, so i wanted to go back into the pet field and throughout my pet experience and going from store to store um, becoming managers for these pet stores i got into you know talking with the sales reps and learning more and more about raw food so that's when i met amy snell and, um, her and I just hit it off. So we talked more and more about raw and she saw how passionate I was. So when a spot opened up here at Northwest naturals, I just knew that it would be a good move for me. I get to talk to people daily on the phone or in stores while I'm doing demos and it's just, you know, it brings a light, <laughs> sure. um, in my eyes, you know, and yeah. just shine and that's all I want to talk about. And I kind of, you know, geek out
1: to it. So, oh yeah, my gosh, yeah. you and Anthony probably can go on for hours. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I totally understand that.
0: And um, Jordan who helps me out at the shop, you know, she's the same way. I mean, we're all in that, that same mindset where it's like, we could talk about this stuff all day. And I mean, it's the reason why, it's the reason why we did what we did and started our own shop because I, this is when I used to work for. Hyatt at hotels <laughs> as an operations manager. I used to I mean, I used to talk to everyone about it's like every day I was talking to people about raw feeding, you know, and they were they, they started coming to me about, hey, what should they do for their dogs? And I was like, you know what? I might gone to something here. so um yeah, it's it's it brings a light into my eyes too, that's for sure. It's amazing what happens when you feed an animal what they're supposed to eat and the transition that happens.
1: Tanya, did they have um raw food in the stores that you were managing? Yes. Yes, definitely.
2: Um, it was actually Northwest Naturals, um, and a couple other brands. And I had a similar story, um, just like Mozzie's with my dog. Um, he was just filled with allergies and he would get you know, hives and open wounds. And it was really, really sad. And he was just filled with yeast. So having to, you know, do more research too. And I actually detoxed him with like a raw goat milk diet. He had that four to five times a day for six, almost seven weeks until I started transitioning. Um, So complete elimination diet and you know the vets wanted him on ApoQuil and wanted him on various other steroids, and I said absolutely not. We're going to try this, and yeah. it's been amazing.
0: Yeah, good for you. It's, I mean, he
2: hasn't have he hasn't had highs in about what five years now. So. Uh, wow.
0: Yeah, I mean, I believe it. It's you know the sad thing about it is I think a lot of it's kind of become the norm in this country for people to have sick dogs like they I, I feel like they don't even realize that their dogs are sick and mm-hmm. yeasty like if and you go see,
1: hear that a lot if
0: you go to the dog park for example you, you always see dogs that have like you know their teeth are in terrible terrible shape and their coats are oily greasy they smell bad their stools are extremely large and and not formed and and you know they have all these health issues and it's but that's to the the average American that's like the normal dog and I'm like no like that's not that's not how dogs are supposed to be. So your journey to raw food was really through was it really through your own your own dog? Is that when you really first started seeing it or was it more in the vet field? Well, it,
2: I mean, it, it stemmed probably from um, my family actually. So my mom has always had many, many pets. Uh, she worked for the Humane Society for quite a long time and when you know they had to take in, Pets and they were overfilled at the Humane Society, we would actually bring them back to our house. Oh. And we had like this building that was air conditioned that we, you know, my parents built so we could house them and take wow. care of them. So at a very, very young age, I was always around animals. That's and awesome. She would, you know, she would get donations and that and would be kibble mm. and wet food, you know, whatever sure. we could right. get in order to take care of these animals. But she would always go to the store and get like the manager special meat and that, and she nice. would grind it, and then she would add it to the dog's meals. Yeah, so it was always, you know, it's kind of ingrained in me that they need this high meat diet. They need that organ, they need the bones. Um, right. to fully, you know, live their a fulfilling life. So,
0: where Where was this? Where'd you grow
2: up? Uh, I grew up in Southern California.
0: Oh, okay. We lived there for a little bit.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, what part? <laughs> San Bernardino area. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've, they've always had an issue with overpopulation, with dogs in their shelters and
0: that it's amazing we talk about in the shop all the time um just you know adding (laughs) some fresh food into a dog's bowl it's it's interesting sometimes people come into the shop and they'll tell me like listen like we feed our dogs you know we feed our dogs this kibble we don't feed them any table food or anything else and i'm always like if they're eating this processed food like i hope they're getting some table scraps like it's because it's the only fresh food they'll ever get you know to your to your mom's point it's a little bit can go a long yeah. ways. Now there's actually some really good research showing that just, you know, 20% of raw food in a dog's diet can have a huge impact on their health and longevity. That's a really cool story. I like that.
1: I know. I love how you and and Anthony, I mean, it's so personal. Like you had your own experiences and like through that, those experiences that kind of like led you to this. So talk to us about Northwest Naturals. I know that um, it's one of the first raw pet foods on the market. How did they come to be? What's, what is uh, their origin story?
2: Yeah, so Marash um, Meats, um, who, you know, owns Northless Natural's, they were first approached by a pet food company in the early 2000s. Um, that pet food company wanted to partner up and create a raw food. Um, after some back and forth with both companies, both sides, um, the company, the pet food company went a different direction. So Marash Meats. Um, decided to formulate their own, and they made it Northwest Naturals.
0: What would you say is like the Northwest Natural difference?
2: Um, All product is inspected and passed by the USDA. Um, So, you know, we have somebody on the job, USDA, inspecting it, Um, Mm -hmm. our sourcing Um, It's pretty much all USA, except for like our lamb and our green-lipped mussels. Those come from New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Rabbit comes from France. All our produce is grown here in Oregon and Washington, which is
0: pretty awesome. Yeah, it's great. And
2: our Northwest Natural's building is actually attached to the raw warehouse. So we can walk back into that warehouse and we see all the fresh produce and all the fresh meat. Coming out and going into rooms to be processed.
0: I also like one of your guys is one of my favorite products from you guys are the raw meaty bones. Yes, the duck necks and the turkey necks. We we talk about those a lot in the shop because those are, in my opinion, those are those are nature's toothbrushes right there. So. Um, We sell a lot of turkey necks and a lot of duck necks um, and my dogs get a lot of both of those too But those are some awesome products that you guys have and then the treats the raw rewards I -hmm. always try to get people just to do like, you know, it's amazing these single ingredient treats, you know that are You know beef liver lamb liver minnows shrimp things like that Uh, Green lip mussels, Mm -hmm. like all these things that dogs go crazy for and they're just one ingredient and they're super nutritious for them it's different than most treat companies are just putting in all this crap that dogs don't need and actually are bad form and dogs, they, they like everything, but they really like the, that's just a single ingredient, the simple stuff, you know? So that's, mm-hmm. yeah, those are awesome.
1: Did you want to talk about um, the safety protocols that you guys have in place? Uh, yeah, we can go over um,
0: the
2: HPCP and we have the photocatalytic oxidation units throughout our building and we do the third-party testing so i'm kind of especially like with the covid and everything um i really am keen on the photolytic oxidation technology and it activates pathogens in the air and surfaces throughout our buildings so we have them everywhere throughout the warehouses and we have them in our break rooms um basically um That system works by using an electrical discharge uh, that creates like positive and negative ions surrounding water um, and it releases them into the air and effectively inactivates pathogens by like 94%. So when we are doing something called our high pressure cold processing for our food, We do have them in like long tubes of meat and it goes through the chamber. And when it comes out, we do take the meat that's been high pressure cold processed. We do take them out of the seals and then we go to cut them up. Um, There is not going to be any risk of bad pathogens getting onto that food. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. (laughs) The first time, like I heard that they installed them and I was just like, what the heck is this?" So I did my research. I was like, this is amazing technology. Yeah, So I know some people that do feed raw, they're worried about those bad Mm -hmm. bacteria. So I mean with the high pressure cold processing, um, you know, they go ahead and break down the molecules of like the salmonella and listeria and e coli so none of it's going to reform basically because it's a broken molecule now yeah so it is safe you know definitely safe to feed and the high pressure cold processing gives you the same product at the end from like start to finish so even though there's a difference a minute difference in temperature of the meat; it doesn't get that weird, like gray coloring. Um, it's a consistent color throughout the process, and there's like less oxidized oxidation of the meat.
0: Yeah, it's a really cool process, and I think it's I think it's misunderstood um, a lot too. Sometimes people. People will call it high-pressure pasteurization or, or something like that. But with you guys, I mean, it's obviously you guys make sure that the water is kept cold so it's not cooking the food, even though it's under high pressure. And what's really neat, too, is HPP actually protects the the beneficial bacteria. So it can, I don't want to say, dis, I guess, discriminate between the bacteria, but it's just a pathogenic bacteria, just notoriously weaker. And so they they kind of disrupt first. But... It's cool. So, you know, the beneficial bacteria and yeah. enzymes are kept intact, you know, and the pathogenic ones and ones that can cause sickness and not really so much our dogs, but more so more so us for the cross-contamination reason. All those are killed out. So that's it's, it's pretty yeah. amazing process.
2: It is. Yeah, I know. It's funny. My dogs, after they eat, they just want to cuddle and they just want to do nothing but these kisses so at first I was like, ew, gross, they are going to get me sick. But then realizing it, I was like, oh, it's going to be a low risk.
0: Yeah. So I'm like my chin, not my mouth. I, <laughs> it's <laughs> a, You know, we get that question a lot too. Like after someone starts feeding raw, they'll come in and usually they ask me, the, the first question is, is it okay if my dog's like not drinking as much water? And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, they'll drink less water because they're getting it from their food now, which is good. But the other one is like, can they give me kisses? Like, is that okay? You know? I never thought about, honestly, as long as I've been feeding raw food 10 years, I've never thought about that until people started asking me. Also, dogs are extremely, like, they're just more acidic, especially when they're eating raw food, so they're less likely to, to spread pathogens. I also think it's really cool, too, you guys have a lot of different formats of raw food, which makes it really nice for whether you have a small, really small dog, or whether you have a really large dog or multiple large dogs, um, I think that's where... Northwest Naturals really excels, you know, makes it really simple for, I mean, it does it get any easier than just, you know, breaking a bar and feeding it to your dog. You know, it's, it's, it, I think raw feeding is sometimes almost easier than feeding processed food. Yeah. I love the, just the different formats.
2: Yeah, definitely. And all, you know, all our formats are, you know, bars, patties, nuggets, Um, the freeze dried, it's all the same formula, which is great by protein. And, you know, so if you happen to be traveling and you wanted to reconstitute the freeze dried nuggets, it's the exact same formula. So you don't have to worry about any stomach upsets or anything
1: like that. Yeah, that's good to know.
0: Yeah. I mean, and so I guess real quick, I mean, you guys have chubs, I think they're like five pound chubs, six pounds, five or six pounds. Yes. Sorry. I Um, forgot
1: about
2: the chubs. Yeah.
0: I just purchased (laughs) some. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. We have the five pound chubs and it's a really um, good deal. They are. And they come in the three pack. So they come in like the 15 pounder and then my dog's favorite are the 15 pound nuggets because he's a dainty 90 pound boy and he doesn't like, he likes the nuggets and he doesn't like the bars to be mashed up.
0: (laughs) I've heard of this. I've heard of some dogs preferring or some dogs, for some reason, like bird dogs, like hunting dogs, like, like it frozen. I don't know why, but yeah, you know, it's probably the most popular one in our shop are the, uh, the bulk bars. So the 25 pound boxes Mm -hmm. of one pound patties, um, that, you know, are scored into quarters. Those are the most popular by far. If you have freezer space, it's, no brainer.
2: They're so easy, so, so easy, easy to score too.
0: Yeah, Northwest Naturals does a lot of. You guys have do. You guys have a lot of green initiatives.
2: Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's really cool. I mean, there's a lot to talk about there. But do you want to kind of, yeah, highlight some of those?
2: Yeah. Definitely. So we're accredited for um, sustainable business operations by Pet Sustainability Coalition. Um, We completed a third party assessment and underwent like a desk desk verification where there were over like three hundred and seventy questions that we had to answer. And we ended up having one of the highest scores um, throughout all of the companies. And, um, we have solar panels on both of our buildings. Um, the one at our freeze dried in our HPCP food facility, um, can power 1.4 million megawatts. So it's wow. huge. It's one of the, you know, biggest solar panel building here in uh, Portland. Wow.
1: It's amazing. Yeah.
2: And then we yeah, I know it's so it's so awesome. Um, <laughs> it's so crazy to see. To um, we gotta get out there in and see it. our training material and on all online, you can actually see pictures of the buildings,
0: which is great. Yeah, and I saw you that.
1: See like huge solar panels.
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw that online. I saw it on the website. It's very all cool. Right,
1: if you're inviting yeah. us for a tour, yeah, we yeah. are happy to come out there. All right. <laughs> <We're in. laughs> Yeah, so definitely. We can definitely make arrangements for that.
0: <laughs> that's fantastic. That's what we get that question a lot. A lot of people are you know, I think that's just like the modern consumer is like, you know, sourcing and sustainability, you know, what the companies are doing as far as um, you know, minimizing their carbon footprint, things like that. So you guys are definitely on top of it.
2: I think like lot last, last year we recycled like thirty six Almost 37 tons of material. Wow.
0: And you know yeah. what's great about your packaging too is it's it's not like sometimes you, I'm not going to call out different companies, but there's some companies that it's just like, it seems like a lot of like wasted packaging. I think the way you guys package things is just very simplistic and it's 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 not wasteful, which is really cool. I, a lot of people, I, I get that feedback a lot and I think a lot of people appreciate that.
2: Definitely. I know I um, at first, you know, I thought, well, when we were selling the one pound bars and those were individually wrapped, yeah. I was afraid when they came out with the 25 pounders that those would be individually wrapped too. Yeah. But I just love that they're just in that, you know, simple plastic bag and then boxed mm-hmm. up, ready to go.
0: And they're easy to, I'm glad you brought that up because they're easy to separate. I think you guys do a process. It's, I can't remember what it's called. It's like something about the ice particles are like really small. I think you guys like flash freeze it or something like that and it makes yes. it. Yeah. You want to talk about that real quick? Cause that's kind of cool.
2: Yeah. We just, um, immediately once it's gone through, um, HPCP, we go ahead and we take it out and, um, we flash freeze, like we cut it up into bars and flash freeze them. So the likelihood of it really sticking together is very minimal.
0: I know this personally because we have a customer that, she can't fit the whole freezer in her box. So I, in the shop, I have to open mm-hmm. the box up and then separate the patties for her and then hold half the box in <laughs> the shop for. Her. So they, they they come apart very easily. So that's, it's um, yeah, it makes it easy.
1: Your dog or cat is a member of your family. You want the very best for each and every member of your family. And that extends right down to the food that they eat. In order to give your pets the very best, you need to feed them a complete and balanced diet like Northwest Naturals.
0: For over 30 years, Northwest Naturals has been manufacturing the highest quality raw frozen pet foods in Portland, Oregon. Their ingredients suppliers are carefully chosen for their dedication to quality and safety practices and sustainable farming activities.
1: They combine all those healthy ingredients, adding natural vitamins and minerals to provide the very best nutrition for your cat or dog. Their recipes follow recommendations from the American Federation of Feed Control Officials, or AFCO, so that each is complete and balanced. In order to keep their products free from bad bacteria and pathogens like salmonella, E. coli, and listeria, they use high-pressure processing, or HPP. HPP is extremely safe and has been used extensively in the human food industry for many years.
0: Northwest Naturals is able to keep prices down and overhead costs low since they produce all of their products from beginning to end. For you, the pet owner, Northwest Naturals comes in convenient packaging. Easy to open, easy to store, and easy to thaw and serve to your pets.
1: Quality ingredients, food safety, and the highest standards for manufacturing practices are what make Northwest Naturals the best complete and balanced raw food for your pet. Find out more in our podcast show notes. We get this question a lot too. Um, If someone's just starting out and hesitant to make the leap fully to raw, what do you normally recommend or suggest?
2: I suggest um, just to incorporate the freeze-dried raw. Mm-hmm. As a topper, uh, you can reconstitute it. Um, you can keep it dry, but I would recommend that they make sure that they're getting an ample amount of moisture. So oh. always clean fresh water or adding some bone broth, um, adding in some goat's milk sure. um, to the food. And, you know, I always suggest that if you are feeding tibble to actually mix it with some water. Oh, yeah. As well. So they're getting that extra moisture in their diet. Um, but yeah, transitioning, you know, start with the freeze dried, see how easy it is to incorporate, and then you can break into the raw food. Uh, when I was working in pet stores, I would always say Northwest Naturals is 100% guaranteed. So you buy this six pound bag, try it out for a few days. If it's not working for you, bring it on back. And we'll go ahead and find something else. So, you know, and it still states today, you know, 100% guarantee for sure. That's amazing. I know that there are some dogs that have such sensitive stomachs. So transition, you know, doing a five-day transition, a seven-day transition, even a 10-day transition, it all depends on how their stomachs are. So, like, my dog, Zeke, um, he actually, he's the one that had all the allergies and hives. He is very sensitive. So, I took him on, you know, like, a full 10-day transition. Um, And I had to pull back a little and do it. So, it really was, like, a two-week transition until, like, he was getting solid stools and that. So, I think it all depends on the dogs. It all depends on what they're also feeding at home, treat-wise, and that.
0: Yeah, it's very uh it's based on the individual mm-hmm. you know we always tell people you know your dog the best so whether you want to do a cold turkey if it's a you know young healthy puppy with no issues, you know sometimes cold turkeys a great way to go sometimes it's not because the last thing we want is for someone to try raw food their dog might get a little stomach upset and then they never go back to feeding raw food again so the slow the slow transfer uh, the transition is sometimes a way to go. Do you have a? Uh, I know your your dog. Obviously, you transitioned your dogs. But do you have a favorite, like a transformation story of any like Northwest Naturals customers or any anything that kind of stands out?
2: Um, there is one that I particularly I love. This dog um, came in recently, got adopted. Um, she was about estimated age was 10, a German shepherd. Half of her hair was missing. She had badly like, callous skin. They weren't sure the history of her. Um, they did a cold turkey switch to raw food, mm-hmm. and they did the 25-pound bars of lamb and beef and just the transformation over a few months of that dog was amazing. Wow. Um, her hair started growing back. Her mm. eyes that were <laughs> kind of cloudy, you know, yeah. started to light up. Mm. She was moving around more. He incorporated um, the, you know, raw necks and that for that natural glucose, meaning sure. chondroitin, And it, she lived until she was 17 wow. and She was just the sweetest, most amazing dog. She just started getting spunky. And I mean, I just loved when they came in for their monthly food and just seeing her. I would just crawl around the floor with her. It's awesome. (laughs) Oh
1: my gosh, I have goosebumps. And you know, it's such a good reminder that, you know, I think that, I know I get this personally, but I'm sure Anthony hears it on a daily basis. Oh, my dog is too old. You know, we'll we'll do it with the next one. And it's like, okay, right there. It's like at ten. You know, like look at that. Like that's, ah, oh, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that their dog, even at ten, like you know, there's still Mozzie's, much life to Mozzie's, live. Mosy's ten, but I'm thinking he's not even like this quarter life yeah. crisis right now. You know, I mean, there's there's you know, you probably read this too, but there's dogs. I think the top, the oldest dogs on record are both from Australia, which interestingly enough. Australians spend more on their dogs than any other country um, on a monthly basis, but they also feed more raw food than any other country. But they've had dogs, I think Maggie was 31 or 32. Oh my. Yeah. Wow. And the last, the one just passed away not too long ago. It was like 30 or, 30 or 31. So dogs aren't meant to, I know that the average age of dogs is declining, but they can live a long time, you know, especially if fed the right, the right diets definitely helps. We had a, um, A great Dane that came in a few weeks ago and they bought, they almost bought me out on Northwest Natural Boxes. Um, They came in and they bought like, they were actually visiting. Um, They weren't from here. They're from like Colorado or somewhere. But they came in and were, were staying with family for a couple of weeks and they bought like eight boxes of the 25 pound things. And I was like, wow. I was like, so, you know, I was talking to him, and their great Dane was 14 years old and had been feeding raw food wow. since, uh, yeah, I don't think this thing was far away from breaking, like, I don't know what the record is. She told me what the record was. It, and this thing, <laughs> this dog wasn't that far off from, from it, but um, 14 years old, great Dane and eating raw food since day one. So That's anecdotal, but yeah, very evident.
1: So aside from customers coming into Fangs and Fern hearing about Northwest Naturals through Anthony and Jordan. How can people find out information on Northwest Naturals? Um, They can
2: gladly go to the website um, northwest or nw-naturals.net We have a social media. We have Facebook. We have Instagram. Um, I'm in the process of trying to figure out how to start a TikTok.
1: (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) I can't.
0: <laughs> it's such a, you have me it's on the Instagram a,
1: reels and I have no idea what It's I'm such doing. a rabbit hole in your lazy
0: <laughs> Yeah.
1: I know. I might get my nine-year-old niece to
2: come over and help. There you go. <laughs> oh, She's probably I, a wizard. Yeah. yeah.
0: For sure.
1: That's so funny. We'll have to tune into no. that.
2: I was going to say as well that online, I know some Stores don't have Astro, um, which is, you know, participating in the frequent buyer program. So online on our website, we actually have our own frequent buyer program and it is the by 12, you get the 13th free. So they would send in all their proof of purchases and their receipts to us and we would send them out a voucher for their food.
0: Nice. Amazing. We, and do if, have, we do have Astro. Yeah. If you're in F-Y-I. Columbus,
1: we are part of uh, that loyalty program yeah. as well.
0: For over 30 years, Northwest Naturals has been manufacturing the highest quality raw frozen pet foods in Portland, Oregon.
1: In order to give your pets the very best, you need to feed them a complete and balanced diet like Northwest Naturals.
0: Northwest Naturals comes in convenient packaging, easy to open, easy to store, and easy to thaw and serve to your pets.
1: Find out more in our podcast show notes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, Tanya. We really appreciate, yeah, appreciate you carving that. out this time to chat with us. And um, obviously we're we're big fans. If you want, we do have a question that came in from a customer. So feel free to weigh in if you'd like. I'm looking for sources of omega-3s. What do you recommend?
0: Yeah, it's a good question. This is a really common question. You know, the great thing about raw food is it's balanced with omega-3 and omega-6s. So I always tell people that kind of the beautiful the beautiful thing about raw food is you typically don't need to supplement, um, especially with, with omega-3s. But if you do, um, I, I'm very cautious of fish oils just because um, there's been a lot of research done on it, and a lot of it shows that especially these shelf-stable fish oil products are not what they seem. They're chemically processed. Uh, most of them are rancid by the time your dog even, you know, eats it. And then you, you know, you kind of pump it on the food. And every time you pump it, that air goes into the bottle and oxidizes the fats even more, which makes it even more rancid. And studies show that they're actually better just not getting those omega-3s and eating the rancid ones, which is quite a statement. So fish oils, I, I, you know, can be a great source, but just making sure that they, our, the extraction method is, is the correct one, and they should be you know cold-pressed. They should be always refrigerated. You know, there's a lot of health food stores that have a refrigerated section that have like the glass-tinted jars of fish oil. Typically, those are going to be the best. Whole sardines, fish that are lower on the food chain, are really good sources of omega-3s. Phytoplankton, Adored Beast, has a great product that I use pretty frequently on our dogs. It's uh, called Phytosynergy, and it's actually sustainably sourced phytoplankton. So they sustainably source it in a um, filtered Atlantic water up in Canada. So it's it's packed with trace minerals and super powerful antioxidants, but also EPA and DHA, the important omega threes our dogs need. So that's another really good one to try.
1: Anthony will have me take this out of the podcast, but he did write into that company a little uh, cute little quote. (laughs) What was it?
0: I got energy. I got Phytos energy. It's a Drake song. I, I don't know. I thought it was really good. Got published. I'm th- I thought it would go viral, but it never did. Maybe it will after this. I'll never forget it. <laughs> Talked about it for a couple weeks. Um, I know that they got a good laugh out of it, I'm sure. Phytosynergy is a really good one.
2: I've heard of that one. Um, I was doing whole sardines for a while and some krill oil yeah. as well.
0: Yeah, I think krill oil is a really good one. I think it's way more uh, sustainable too than and, and another problem with the fish oil is it's not a sustainable source, you know. I think it's really I'm not saying depleting our oceans, but it doesn't help, that's for sure. So. Mm. Yeah, the krill seems to be a better uh, sustainable source. I've never used it though.
1: Well, thank you. I hope that this isn't the yeah, last time. We'll definitely have you back in the future. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks, Tanya. I really had
2: so much fun. Yay,
0: yeah. Awesome. Can. Glad to hear it. <laughs> The views and opinions on this podcast should not be used as an alternative to veterinary advice. We always encourage you to seek the professional advice of your vet. Before starting a raw diet, we encourage you to ask lots of questions, do your research, and speak with a qualified vet and or canine feline nutritionist.